your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. On today's episode, we're going to get to some awards, some of the legit ones that the NHL passes out, and some fun, goofy ones Kyle and I came up with, all geared towards Avalanche uh, roster players, obviously. Um, but I said in the beginning of the the if you're watching on youtube we're going to get to something about the olympics uh but and then i first wanted to start with the outdoor games before we get to that thank you for making this your first listen of the day always appreciated follow the show on social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter locked on avalanche on instagram questions comments concerns opinions locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow the show on our youtube channel over on the youtube subscribe and get notified when a show goes live. So yeah, so the the NHL announced Stadium Series game in Carolina, uh, and then the Winter Classic game at Fenway. Should the should I mean maybe we're being uh, yeah they should be because we're one of the best teams in the <laughs> league. But should should the Avalanche get consideration for either one of these games? I know they're both East Coast games, obviously. So. Would they bring a West Coast team over and play either one of those games? Both of those matchups sound appealing. It's great to think about on paper, like Boston, Colorado, and mm-hmm. Fenway. And then the possibility of going back to the reverse retros that are rumored to come back next year right. and have Nordiques versus Whalers in Carolina. That'd be cool. There you go. But I think the avalanche kind of burned out their appeal with the Lake Tahoe game. I feel like that was such a spectacle and such a big deal that I, and the way it was kind of fell apart and then got put back together. I think we're done for a little bit. I think we'll get those big games probably in the next three or four, maybe five years. But I think, I I think us in Vegas will be out for a while. Yeah, I mean, Avalanche have been have benefited from from these outdoor things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the one at Coors Field, the one at the Air Force Base, and Lake Tahoe. So they they've gotten their share of outdoor games. So you would have to think that they're not high up on the list yet. But if this end the season ends the way that we want it to end, uh, you know, hoisting a Stanley Cup, they might be must see TV for next year. And do they put them in a winter classic when, you know, a lot of eyes are watching that game or even in the stadium series game? I don't know. And, you know, out of, out of those three, I think I look back fondly at the Coors field one, the Mm. most that Detroit matchup. I think that one will be remembered more fondly than the other two. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, because there was there was you know the the they lost that one although mm-hmm. it was a good game but it was against Detroit and all of that nostalgia came back. Uh, plus that was game was played on my birthday. No, hey, but, yeah. <clears throat> so for me that that's a and for my opinion that's the best uh, outdoor stadium series jersey that they've had. Yeah, that first one. Uh, yeah, and then just the, the traffic problems with the Air Force game mm-hmm. and and then they lost that game too and Grubauer got injured um and then for the Lake Tahoe one 
game that took 12 hours to complete. So <laughs> that they literally played on a lake at one point. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one that they won. Um, I, so it's been uh, an adventure every time the Avalanche have an outdoor game. But I don't know. I just think because it's on the East Coast, you kind of just generally think that it's going to be another East Coast team playing them. But you pointed out, and, I, and as we were kind of deciding if we were going to talk about this, when Carolina was re-announced because mm-hmm. they had one that they had to cancel because of COVID, I think you're right that they had the, – the, the opponent was set in mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yes. And and now, right now, it is not Minnesota. It's not not Minnesota, but it's, <laughs> but it's not Minnesota. They haven't announced who this opponent is going to be. Do they give it back to Minnesota as well? I don't know, but because Minnesota just got a stadium series, so maybe they don't do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it, it just goes to show you they they would bring a Midwest to a Western team over for an East Coast game. So I think the possibility is there for the Avalanche. It's 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 wide open, but I think other people want to see other teams be in these things as well. Yeah, especially. It, <sighs> Why not the Ducks? Just let them cross the entire country oh and God. have Zegras out there. Right. I mean, that it's one of those things. Like, you got new eyeballs, new networks. Yeah. Like, you want to get the new faces out there, and Zegras is everywhere right now, especially after All-Star Weekend. Yeah. So, well, remains to be seen. We probably won't hear that until after the season is over, who the opponents are. But you can always hold out hope. Maybe. And when you have a good team, maybe you're kind of thinking, like, yeah, maybe they'll, they'll throw us uh, – out there against one of those teams we shall see because the, the nhl other, loves us <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um the other thing i wanted to, to mention really quick and i said i talked about this over the summer with the summer olympics and i always love this topic and if you if you're a longtime listener to the show you you've heard me talk about this topic before and i'm going to bring it up again because the winter olympics are currently going on and it's a fun topic so i posed the question in Olympic competition and and mainly in the team sports, there is a gold medal game and there is then the, the third place game. Would you rather lose the gold medal game to, to gain the silver medal? So you're losing to get a silver medal or would you rather win the bronze medal game and get the bronze because your last your, your, your last moment in the gold medal game, if you lose, is a loss. Mm-hmm. You get a silver medal. A silver medal is better than a bronze. But you lost that game to get the silver medal. When in the bronze medal game, your last moment is a victory to win a bronze. Lesser medal, but it's a win versus a loss in obtaining that medal. What say you? I am of the camp. I would much rather win the bronze than lose to get that silver medal. Yeah, because I mean, th- I, I can see both arguments here. Say, say you lose the gold medal game and gain the silver medal, and twenty five years later, you have that medal in your house, and you know a grandkid walks up, and you're <laughs> like, "How did you get that medal? Oh, we lost the gold medal game." Yeah, you don't say I won it. I, I, can you say I won? I mean, you did win it technically, but it, that that's semantics. I mean. It, how do you how do you respond to that? I'm thinking out loud right now. Do you say I I won that medal? Yes. You say lost I, it. I got the silver medal. You I, never say a, I won. You just say I got the silver medal. So 
you will always look at that as like, mm. I lost to get that. That's hanging yeah. on your wall. I lost to get that silver medal. And then oppose the bronze as you won to get the bronze. If if like you're playing in a team sport and you lost to get that silver medal, you're every time you see it, you're thinking about that one goal you should have got, that right. one pass you should have made. If you win that bronze, it's win or go home. You're going home empty handed. And then yeah. you, you can say, I won that bronze medal by beating this and we did this. Right. Like, but you feel like it's more accomplishment. I don't want to say more of accomplishment. Silver medal is an accomplishment. You you got yeah. to the gold medal game. But to 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 win like yeah, that that bronze medal game, like you said, if you lose, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. So you go home with nothing. But if you win, you obviously obtain the bronze. And when you're posting that on your wall at home, and little Johnny asked you about that, we won the bronze. We won the bronze right there. Yeah. So I think for individual sports, it's different. Yeah. Because that that's not re- well. There, I think there are there are some gold medal matches. I don't know, but um for like i was watching like ski jumping and stuff like that that's just like if you're number one it's not that you went head to head with this person and they just did a better jump than you Mm -hmm. and then they pushed you down a peg yeah i think that's still like i I got the silver that's good yeah i just think it's different when it comes to team sports and we're gonna see in hockey yeah you know what i mean like you are going to get a gold medal game if it's united states and canada let's hope for that that'd be fantastic if you're Canada and you lose that, that's that's not what they want. They don't well, want the silver, and they lost to get that silver. What was it two year? What was it the last Winter Olympics that Canada got silver? I think it was the women's team, and they threw the silver in the stands. Oh, what was that? Man, you're yeah. I don't think everybody did, right? I think one yeah. of the one of the females did. Was it the female team? Yes, it was, and I think it was that same reason that we're talking about. Uh, the way they got it. That's oh, I forgot about that. I got to go look that up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something going on there, and then they weren't happy about that. That she did yeah. that. So yeah, it's it's that same thing. Like, how do you go home on the airplane looking that at that silver medal in your lap? Like, we got to the gold medal game. We could have done so much better, and this is what we got. Yeah, I want to hear from people. I'm sure we'll get some comments, especially on the YouTube side of things. But because there's some people that are like, nope, I want silver. Silver's better than bronze. That's second place. That's what I want. And I get that. I get mm-hmm. both sides of this argument. It's just it's just interesting. So uh, let us know what you guys think. Hit us up in the comments or LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. All right. Let's hear from Primal Origin Oils and get into uh, award season at the halfway point. But if you got beard... You better get primal. That's right. If you got beard, get primal. If you or someone that you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy that's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with a product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butters that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. And the combo kits make a great gift if you're shopping for yourself. You'll be glad that you did. And I just want to say, yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day around the corner. Valentine's Day can be for the men as well in your life. Get them a combo kit. Right, Kyle? Do it. Oh, yes. Uh, I They actually sent me some samples of this stuff. I got the whipped butter. It's honestly fantastic. And I know there's like a lot of guys, because as you can see, I, I am with beard. Um, 
a lot of people say like, oh, I, I, I want to start, <laughs> I want to start uh, growing one, but it, like itches and stuff. And this is what you need. This, this people don't put anything in their beer. They just grow it and think that it's just going to come in like wonderfully. And sometimes it does, but it will itch and it will scratch. It's because you're not using stuff like what Primal Origin Oils has. So definitely go check them out. Go to primaloriginoils.com. Remember the promo code locked on. It gets you 20% off at checkout. So once again, primaloriginoils.com. Promo code is locked on for 20% off. And we know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel of in-beard products to other products that you have used, and we promise you will see and feel the difference. PrimalOriginOils.com. Promo code is locked on. All right, so let us get to some awards here. We're going to start off with the actual awards that are thrown out uh, from the NHL to their players. And we're not going to go through like the the heart trophy because th- those i think we're kind of on par with we're kind of in the same ballpark and who we think we're going to get we're going to do like kind of like the deeper uh awards and, and if we're handing out awards i think we know who coach of the year and gm of the year are <laughs> yeah, as well exactly. so <laughs> yeah there's no like we can't have a discussion on that because there's only one available um but so I figured the, a fun one to, to do, it would be the Rocket Richard trophy. And that is awarded. That's not even voted on. That's just who leads the, the league in goals. So this would be who would lead the avalanche in goals by the end of the season. And right now, Miko Rantanen is leading them with 24. You have a Kadri and Landeskog both with 19. Kale McCarr with 18. Um, and then Burkowski with 14. Nachuskin 12. Newhook 10. McKinnon 9. That's going down the line. Do you think Miko hangs on to this or does Kadri take it over? Could Makar by any, I mean, if he, I can't imagine Kel Makar is going to lead the avalanche and goal scored, uh, but he's up there right now. What do you think? Does Miko let go of this or does he hang on to it? When it comes to handing out the rocket Richard for the avalanche right now, I think by the end of the year, Miko is going to take this award and run with it. Mm. Um, I think he's going to end the year with the most goals because I just hear me out on this. Mm-hmm. When Nate hits the ice, it's not going to be the same Nate for a little while and somebody's got to perform. And it's the way Miko's playing. Now he's getting goals here, there, here, there when we need them. I think Miko is about to explode. And the way Nate was passing earlier in the year, I think they're going to link up and I think yeah. Nate's going to get his points off assists and Miko's going to go on a tear. Yeah, I mean, he's leading right now by, I would have, uh, he's, he's up by five right now on Kadri and Landeskog. Um, I don't, I don't see him relinquishing that. I agree. I think he's just going to extend that even more. And I think he's, he's, you're running away, uh, technically Rocket Richard trophy winner for the Colorado Avalanche. I think we're in agreement there. <clears throat> Let's go over to the Lady Bing Award, which is basically, playing nice on, on on the ice it mainly goes to the guys who have like the least amount of penalty minutes in a season i think kind of unfairly that's weighed heavily for the lady bing award um i am definitely not doing that with my pick yeah for for an avalanche player but who do you got for your lady bing for the guys <laughs> remember when ryan o'reilly tried so hard to get that lady bing yes yes oh. i was like yeah 
uh, my lady Bing for this year because I'm going to say this name and everybody immediately driving down the road is going to think of the last time they saw this man in the penalty box. It's our own favorite son, Kale McCarr. Yeah, he. I mean, he. He. How many penalties he got? Uh, wow, he's only got six penalty minutes this year. I thought he had a few more than that. Not not a ton more than that, but a few. Like yeah, and for a defensive player. That's a low, low number for a defensive That's, player. Especially that he's learned how to use a shoulder and yeah. he has no problem cleaning somebody out. It's pretty impressive. And then his uh, his battering mate there, Mr. Devon Taves, he's only got eight penalty minutes. So wow. That's great. I mean, for a pairing to have that much, you know, 14 minutes of, of penalty minutes between them, that's insane. <laughs> Miko um, is not in the running. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, so here's here's I'm going in a complete opposite direction, and we're going to have some fun with these, which is so, uh, you know. You want to know who my Lady Bing is right now? Nazem Kadri. Ooh. Nazem Kadri is a Lady Bing. <laughs> I, Why? I yes. love this. Yes. I mean, you look you look at his penalty minutes. He's got 46 penalty minutes on the season. But, but are any of them – have any of them really been like – egregious like he's no. taking guys out no 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 i think he's playing a hard he is going to get penalized he plays a yeah. hard game uh and that's not gonna stop but from what what he's done or what he did last year to get suspended to come back now and kind of be a golden boy <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like he is he, he's had multiple opportunities to go after somebody and he has not and all of those penalties, name one of them. I can't think of one where it was egregious, where he went after a guy in retaliation and, and was headhunting. None of them. They're all hard fought, maybe a trip here, uh, interference there, all legit penalties. And for that reason, I'm, I'm going against conventional wisdom, just giving the Lady Bing to a guy who has the lowest number of penalty minutes and giving it to a guy who is normally looked at as – a semi goon in the face of, you know, the outside ho hockey world who's not avalanche fans. And he's been a model this year, in my opinion. I just keep imagining Gary Bettman handing that lady to being to <laughs> not some copy no, happen. spontaneously I mean, combusts and look yeah, like yeah. the cover of a rage against the machine album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's, he's nowhere going to be in the running, but in context, He's he's been he's been on his best behavior this year. Yeah. So I think he's he's worthy of that. All right. Let's do the Masterton Award, which is uh, a dedication to hockey. So um can go a number of different ways for this one, but who do you got for that? This one's kind of left field, but you kind of think about it, it makes sense. Ryan Murray. Okay, yeah, okay. Go the man's it. been cut up, beat up, still showing up to the game, was gonna be out month to month was out just a couple weeks like yeah that's dedication like especially at his age if you get hurt like that that's your meal ticket you don't have to come back like take it easy yeah. heal yourself and he wanted to come back so stick taps to you right yeah I, yeah I agree with that for me uh I'm going Jack Johnson mm. because you know he was he, nobody really wanted him and he came to the Avs on, on a tryout basis and even when that happened. I don't think anybody thought he would make this team, let alone be kind of an integral part of the defensive side of things. Um, so he was kind of, if he didn't make it with the abs, 
I don't know if anyone's going to pick him up. No. You know what I mean? So he had a really good camp, enough to be signed. And uh, yeah, I think that all goes to to dedication and, and yeah. sticking with the craft and sticking with it and and working your butt off and getting back out there. And, and a good team wanted you. You know yeah. what I mean? This isn't just a bottom of the barrel team saying like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll just use you for a body. No, this is a Stanley Cup contending team that want that saw enough in you to sign you and, and you get you get a lot of ice time. So yeah. uh, that's my dedication to hockey and uh, Jack Johnson. Let's do uh, one more. We're going to do the Mark Messier Award, which is the NHL Leadership Award. So I know we could easily say, you know, Gabe Landeskog on this. I'm not, just again, to make this fun and interesting. But who, who do you got for uh, a leadership award for the Avs? This is where my Nazem Kadri vote would come in. Just because of his relationship he's developed with Alex Newhook, and you could see him like orchestrating and like facilitating on and off like the ice. He's he's setting up new hook where he should be in certain areas and certain times. And on the bench, they're all talking. Um, when he could just go in there and just be Nas, I don't have to deal with this. I'm really don't have. I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. He can have that mentality. Mm-hmm. But he's training up new hook and he's training up these younger guys. Like that's leadership. Like yeah, doing the things that you really aren't supposed supposed to do or need to do but doing it anyway all right i like that for me i'm going way off base here again uh my leadership award goes to curtis mcdermott uh yeah man wow hey he he's the muscle it, it, it nobody's gonna mess with anybody that's that's on the abs right now simply because of curtis mcdermott he he will not hesitate to drop gloves and throw some knucks around. And sorry, that that's that's a different type of leader, but that's still a leader in my in my eyes. I am proud of the growth that I've seen in you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big moment for you to give it is Kurt an award and a leadership one at that. I mean, I'm not buying his jersey yet, but um, <laughs> I have seen a a huge turnaround. In Mr. McDermott, and uh, I, I think, yeah, when somebody wants to bully your teammates around and you don't let that bully win, you're a leader. You're yeah, a leader. So take a bow, Mr. McDermott. All right, <clears throat> let's uh, hear from Bet Online, and then some fun ones that we're mm-hmm. going to get to. But Bet Online has you covered this season with more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs and into the big game which is right around the corner. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, right along with live real-time updated updates and current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. It's BetOnline.net. It's where the game starts. So let's jump into some fun and interesting uh, awards that we created on our own for our beloved Avalanche players. Uh, I have, well, I have technically four, but it's really three and a half. And you'll understand what I'm talking about. How many do you have? I have like two and a half. Okay. (laughs) So I could, I will, I will fit it in there. All right, so 
Uh, I'll go first. And and for my first award, this is the, I call this one the, the Snoop Dogg Award. Mm. And that is because Snoop Dogg is, for most of the time, he's, he's high. And uh, this award goes to Andre Burakovsky because he always loves to shoot <laughs> high. High. So uh, that is my my always high award. Snoop Dogg award goes to Andre Burakovsky. He looks like that uh, him Burakovsky and Martha Stewart would be really good friends. <laughs> uh, what do you got? If anyone has watched professional wrestling, especially mm-hmm. the WWE, they hand out the Slammy Award every year. What is that? Because so, I don't watch WWE. So what, uh, what what is that? I know I should. I know, but they handle it, hand it out for like match of the year and stuff like that. It's how they handle, you know. Oh, okay. So it's it's a it's a it's a wrestling award giving out wrestling awards to the. Is it a single award or the Slammies are like the 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 whole award yeah, so show? It's yeah, it's like Slammies, the whole award show. They give you an, an individual Slammy for like best match best male superstar stuff okay, like right, that right, right. gotcha gotcha all right but for our wrestling award show slammy the laurier mcdermott minute 10 <laughs> fight it's one of those <laughs> things that you'll think about all the time and yeah. when the season's over that's going to be in like the highlight packages and maybe that stanley cup dvd you get right. for your subscription yes, um exactly. though that was just an incredible fight that you don't get to see anymore. So nah. and he waved them off. I love it. Waved them off. Yep. Waved them off. We're we're still doing this. Love it. Uh all right. My next one. Remember the movie Major League? Oh, yes. Yes. So remember uh Rick Vaughn and he had <laughs> no control. Yeah. And, and the one uh the, the one comment from uh the announcer was just a bit <laughs> outside. So this is the Rick Vaughn Award. <laughs> and this one goes to Andre Burakovsky. Oh, because, yeah. So uh, Burakovsky gets two. He gets the high award, the Snoop Dogg award, and he gets the Rick Vaughn award for just, <laughs> just a bit outside, outside because he's either shooting them high or he's shooting them wide. So <laughs> Berkey, you got two awards coming from me. Not the best ones you want, though. This is an incredible. Uh, I'm telling you, Chris, this is great to see all this coming from you. <laughs> Berkey and McDermott and one award show. I mean, how many times do you hear that though? In in when Burakovsky when he shoots, like yeah. he's got a fantastic shot. It's lethal. Yeah. You just have no clue where it's going. And that is that was Rick Vaughn to a T. Now Vaughn Wild thing. He, wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he collected himself by the end of the year and he was, you know, he was the man. He was, yeah. he was a light on. So that's where I'm also going with this is you never know. Berkey can be that guy that zones in and he's dangerous come playoff time. That's what I'm hoping. We shall see. My next award for anyone who has seen the movie UHF. Oh, there's God, a, yeah. This is my Red Snapper You So Stupid Award. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind everybody, I have not forgot what you've done, EJ. The oh. continuous cross checks is probably the most boneheaded thing. The Avalanche as a whole, as a unit, have done to this point they have been a very they have been a composed calm not headhunting not responding like they've been business as usual except for this one moment and ej you so stupid (laughs) yeah you know man like every once in a while i'll I'll dip into like the the opponent's uh twitter feed or twitter page and, and see comments 
And I see some people saying like the the Colorado Avalanche are like the dirtiest team in the league. I genuinely, and I am not being a, a homer here. I don't see it. I no. don't know. Like I think the Avalanche play a very clean. Uh, sure, I mean, every once in a while you'll get a, a dirty hit. That's every single team in the league. But I feel like they play a very clean and fair game. I don't I don't see it. Maybe that's just fans being annoyed because the Avalanche are good and and emotions are running high after a loss and people are just going to post some stuff. But I'm proud of the way that this Avalanche team plays hockey. I don't yeah. think they're a dirty team at all. No. I, no. I I do not understand that at all. Like usually yeah. that's stuff I would point out and call out and Absolutely. I don't see it. No. Don't see it. So interesting. Um all right, I got two more. I got the the Buddy the Elf award because Smiling's his favorite. He just likes to smile. Smiling's his favorite, and that goes to Darcy Kemper. Yeah, because he is always in a good mood. I told you like a couple weeks ago. He's he's one of my favorite players on yeah. the Abs simply because he just seems like he's enjoying himself. He gets to play hockey for a living, and he's that type of guy that you just look at him and he's he he just is in a good mood all the time. Yeah, and he's just thankful to be having this life playing goalie in the national hockey league. I, I I love the guy for that reason. I just love his attitude. Yeah. I thousand percent. He's definite sunshine back there between the pipes. Yeah. Um, do you have another one? Or are, you, are you done? I have one more to wrap it All up. Right. Go ahead. Cause I got one more too. go ahead. Um, this one is definitely, let's just say, I, I don't know what you want to call it. The locked on avalanche, like achievement award. Okay. If you haven't got the chance, especially we talked about Avoca here lately, if you haven't had a chance to watch an Avalanche game on altitude, everyone gives McNabb some love. Mm. You know, this is a year that we underappreciate Mika. We underappreciate a lot. And it's no mystery. I watch a lot of old Avs games. We underestimate what we have in Peter McNabb. And this is a year to go and sit and listen to McNabb call a game. Yeah, he is. He is a treasure that we need to appreciate. Yeah, and you you always. I mean, you're pulling for him hard, obviously. Yeah, for what he's going through, and every time he's not there, mm-hmm. and uh, who's filling in for him? Uh, it's, it's not like it's, uh, like Kiefer will go up there sometimes. Yeah. Um. The, 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 so you got someone else filling in for him. Your mind just goes there. You're like, oh man, yeah. how's he doing today? So. Yeah. Um, you're right though. And, and, and I never forget when, when Connor McGee, was on the first time he was like, he will, he just loves to talk hockey. He will talk. Yeah. It doesn't have to be avalanche. He will talk your ear off for two, three hours. And the stories he has are like, remember the movie big fish? Yeah. Like just yeah. those stories. Like that is Peter McNabb. Yep. So, uh, you're right, man. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that. He, he is a avalanche and, and hockey treasure. Yeah. And yeah, when he is calling a game, I, and just just to be doing that right now and what he's going through, he's he's a hero. He is yeah. a he's awesome. So you, you nailed that one, man. Good yeah. job. Um, my last one is the Blink One Eighty Two Award, and that is for the man who does all the small things. And for me, that's Logan O'Connor. Uh, mm. He's getting in. He's getting his hands dirty. He's doing the dirty work, doing the grunt work on the penalty kill. Has all those uh, shorthanded goals. And you have all those shorthanded opportunities. <clears throat> his work ethic is just unmatched. Um, he he is, you know, the workhorse right now yeah. for for this Avs team on on a you know the bottom six basically. 
And he is. He's the guy that, that will go out there and do anything that you need him to do. So uh, he gets my Blink-182 award. thousand percent. And like I was talking yesterday when we were giving out grades, like you don't want to fall in love with flashes. I want to fall in love with a good player. Mm-hmm. He's one of those that has the potential of putting all these good moments and all these little things that he's doing, putting it together into one incredible hockey player that we will have for the Avalanche for years to come. And by the way, next couple of years, these contracts like LOC, it's good to maximize talent out of these contracts because things yeah. will be tight. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But he, I mean, he, he is, he's taken over as like the, the Matty hustle of mm-hmm. the, the avalanche. So, uh, that's it. So there you have it. Some, uh, <clears throat> fun, goofy week off awards that we, uh, want to hand out to our avalanche players. But if you have any, come up with any and let us know. Cause these are like kind of fun topics of discussion that we'd like to have with you guys over on, uh, Twitter or on YouTube. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. all right that is gonna wrap it up i know we said we were gonna have seth on and do a crossover with him he got caught up with work so that got pushed back to hopefully tomorrow uh if everybody's on board and nobody gets uh, called into work or has any problems with uh kids going to sleep like kyle and i do from time <laughs> to time, uh we w- we will have a uh, crossover with seth tomorrow uh, if not, we'll be back and it'll be just two of us and we'll talk about whatever comes to mind. So, um, all right, everybody, that is going to wrap it up. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day that it's always appreciated. Head on over to locked on NHL for your second listen and get caught up on everything happening around the leagues. Cause games have picked back up. Mm-hmm. The avalanche might be off till Thursday, but there are some games going on. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Again, always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. And this is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.